Your personal brand starts with your appearance, and what you wear says everything about you to others. You've heard a dress for the job you want? Well, we're talking to fashion experts on creating an authentic look to attract the life you want on the Style Interpretive Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Style Interpreted Podcast. Today, I'm joined by the CEO and head personal stylist at Shopping Girl XOXO, Laura LaPratt. Laura, thank you for being here. Hey, thank you so much for having me. No, absolutely. And I know that, uh, you know, this is our first episode, so I'm super excited because hey. you seem so passionate and knowledgeable about what you do. But um, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about the brand, Shopping Girl XOXO, before we find out a little more about you. Yeah, so I started personal styling about 15 years ago, which is mind-blowing to me. Um, I kind of started it back 15 years ago. Personal stylists weren't even really a thing. So I kind of started it as a side gig, and I threw it out there thinking it would just be fun. Um, I got a second degree in fashion merchandising, threw it out there, made a website. Good for you. Yeah, and um, I just thought it would be like a fun side job, and I got different little jobs in the industry to kind of learn a little bit more about what I really wanted to focus on. So I started off by working at kind of big box stores, Anthropology and Club Monaco, places like that back 15 years ago. But then I also started working at local boutiques and I very quickly realized that my passion was focusing on styling my clients in local designers and pulling from local boutiques before all else. So um, yeah, I quickly kind of it rolled, I say quickly, it, it, over the course of about five years, it rolled into my full-time job. So I had all these little side jobs um, kind of to learn from the inside out and really figure out what it was that I was specializing in and passionate about for my business. And my clientele base just rolled into the full-time job that it is today. That's so so cool. Yeah. And especially, how could you not, you know, kind of approach it from a part-time way when, as you're saying, it was a very new thing. And personal styling is just, uh, it's it's, it's a new evolution in fashion. But um, as you were kind of explaining to me, too, that one of the things that you want to break stigmas is that this is just for the rich and famous, right? And I'm sure that that being a case even today, that back 15 years ago, I'm sure it was even more difficult to kind of break away from that perception that this is attainable, affordable, and, you know, approachable for a common person, if you will. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like more and more so as the years progress, people of all different types are hiring stylists. But I really just absolutely love helping my clients to not only look, but most importantly, feel confident and stylish in their own skin. So helping my clients to figure out exactly what it is that is their own unique style so that when they walk out the door every morning, they feel like the very best version of themselves just makes me so excited to wake up every day and do what I love and to help my clients to feel like the best version of themselves. Absolutely. It's an important part too, because when you're focused on your job, your craft, that you know, sometimes you're not up to date on some of the fashions or how uh, a, a look can really impact what you're going for. And one of the things that you had mentioned was that you do style a lot of your clients for photo shoots. Oh, yeah. You know, so and photo shoots are, again, not just for the uh, rich and famous, but it could be for you know, a business uh, card or, you know, whatever, yes. a marketing thing. So you know, when, when you're having those conversations, talk to me about that kind of the personal brand element of the styling approach to even the shoots or just life, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's so fun every single time that I get a new client because we get to really dive in during our consultations with some really fun questions that just get 
me to learn more about them, but it really gets my clients thinking about who it is that, whether who it is they are or who it is that they really want to be. Um, And it's not just about style, it's just portraying who you are to the world. So it's really just making sure that every day when you open your closet doors, you love everything you see, feel confident putting them on because from from day one, I have always said that confidence is the best outfit maker. You know, people ask me what it is that like everyone needs in their wardrobe. And honestly, it's just comfort and confidence. So if you can look in your closet and feel comfortable and confident about everything that you have. So it's all about just figuring out what it is that's your style, your brand, whether you have your own business or you run your run someone else's company. There's so many different aspects of having your own brand. And I think it's just um, really important to be able to take on every day. Absolutely. And, you know, to clarify, too, for those that might be listening and thinking, you know, that sounds awesome or, you know, maybe I have no clue what that looks like. That approach is really about you being a consultant. Uh, This is what you should not only wear, but I'm going to go out and style it for you. Right. Yes. It's a full service treatment. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have clients, I always say, like on two very different ends of the spectrum and everything in between. So I have tons of amazing stay-at-home moms that um, just haven't had the chance to focus on themselves in years, (laughs) you know, and they don't even know where to begin. And they just want me to like bring everything to their home and walk them through step-by-step, take pictures of exactly like head-to-toe looks for them. Um, But then on the other end of the spectrum, I have clients CEOs running their own business, doctors, lawyers, whatever it happens to be that absolutely love fashion and just don't have the time to, especially in a huge, amazing city like Chicago, where there's so many options, it can be so overwhelming and daunting. So I just do the dirty work for them and find all the fabulous pieces and bring them over to their home so that they can, you know, shop from the comfort of their home, a whole bunch of stuff in their size and style brought to them. Um, so yeah, and everything in between. But yeah, there's no one specific client that I have. It's all across the board, and I love working with every single one of them, honestly. <laughs> and it's not one size fits all. I'm, I'm assuming that you know, if, if someone's working with a specific budget, or yeah. you know, if some people don't have a budget, they're like, yeah, just, here's my card. I right? go out and do whatever. Yes. I'm sure you're you're kind of in in between all those things. What 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 approach do you take when it comes to the financial aspect of things to really understand you know your client budget, like what they're looking for? As far as how how far they want to push that dollar? Yeah, no, that's a really good question. And again, from the beginning, I always kind of, we kind of touched on it earlier, but I always wanted to make sure that my, that people knew that a stylist is not only for the rich and famous. So I really do pride my business on working with all different types of budgets. And I have such a huge array of amazing local designers and local boutiques from all different price points. So in that consultation where I'm asking really fun questions to dive deep into what your style preferences are, I'm also making sure that we're on the same page when it comes to budget and just being really realistic and helping them walk through like, okay, if you want a full new wardrobe, you know, I can tell you the average price point, but then also know that I can obviously go much higher, but we can definitely go lower too. So um, I just help my clients to be realistic, but also be comfortable with whatever it is that they're willing to spend and know what they're going to make sure that they're going to get a fabulous new wardrobe out of it. For sure. Yeah. And, and tell me about a little bit about like what you perceive and, and have seen and experienced in, in terms of culture within like the Midwest, Chicago, obviously, specifically, you know, that we're here. But, you know, how it relates to being different when you travel or what would you notice in terms of 
the the specific kind of culture that lies within each city or area like how how do you fashion you know, trends? yeah fashion trends like, oh yeah like what what kind of works in Chicago doesn't necessarily work in New York or L A or maybe For obviously sure. Europe right like totally yeah. different than at that point but yeah yeah like what's the I guess I wouldn't know my own ignorance of like is yeah. it that different from location it really honestly it really is um, Chicago is such a cool effortless like low key city. Um, and especially now, that's actually trending everywhere. I think we're just like really coming is, right? up. But yeah, and with with COVID and everything, I think people have really adapted to comfortability, which mm-hmm. obviously I love. But also just making it chic, like the whole athleisure wear vibe. But <laughs> Chicago, yeah, like elevated huge. athleisure wear is hot, it's honestly, huge, yeah. and it still is. But um, I don't think, tell my girlfriend. I'm always like, <laughs> you have too many yoga pants. <laughs> as long as she's doing it in the right way, it can be so good. But um, it really is a cool, effortless, chic city. So also really artistic, I think, too. And like there's a lot of really great, cool um, designers and artists in the city. So I think unique, but also just casual and comfortable. Um, it's so funny because again, I started my business over 15 years ago. So I have some of my clients that I've worked with for those full 15 years. And, you know, in the beginning we needed to get business wardrobes and then they all hired me again when everything went to business casual and then everything has gotten even more (laughs) casual than business casual, to be honest. So, um, things are definitely in Chicago, just more like realistic when it comes to fashion, um, which I love. And I think people have fun with it and it's kind of like anything goes in this city, which is cool. Do you notice that that, I remember more so growing up where you might go to a really nice restaurant, right? But flat out tell you, you cannot wear gym shoes. You can't wear this or that. And you look at, I mean, in professional environments, right? Like you're saying, it's very casual. It's very common to have, you know, gym shoes, sneakers, whatever, casual shoes. Do do you see that that at all is just kind of being thrown out the window or there's still some organizations that are like, this is how it is? I mean, it's, I mean, definitely the gym shoes and the jeans are like doable in most settings at this point yeah for sure and I actually I literally was just texting with a client this morning because she was like I don't know what to wear I want to wear jeans because it's cold I'm like girl wear your jeans but it's all about how you elevate those pieces so if you're going to wear denim just make sure I mean I'm wearing denim today with a blazer and a blouse yeah yeah. so classy thank you yeah it's all about just pairing those comfortable pieces with like cool chic effortless items that you can mix and match with your wardrobe you know um I think, and I mean, tennis shoes are huge. You can spend <laughs> so much money on tennis shoes now. When they become art pieces, canvases, yeah. like artists are, yeah. you know, designing or you know, drawing, painting, yeah. whatever on them, and there's fashion statements. Yeah, and tennis shoes with dresses is everything. I mean, it really, really? is just all about wearing those tennis shoes or the denim or whatever, the yoga pants, whatever it happens <laughs> to be, with the right pieces that elevate it and like bring it to a chic level. Now, what advice would you give to those that, um, you know, especially that are hiring you, right? Because they, they might not have a clue about what to look for. If they want to get more just uh, involved or, um, you know, educated in the space or just be up to date on what's going on, what advice would you give people to just start like a starting point, right? Whether that be content or events, like what's going on in the city? Like, how yeah. do you keep up with everything? Well, first of all, sign up for my email blast. There you go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, for sure. Um, honestly, Instagram is 
like the biggest thing right now and it's really fun because it's all about the pictures so I really think it's all about what inspires you what clicks with you what you feel the most connected to when it comes to fashion yeah um and again even during our consults even with clients that I've worked with forever um putting together I mean I actually feel like uh Pinterest is a little vintage at this point but it's still really (laughs) but at the same time I have my clients use it so it's a really great way to kind of make an inspo board for yourself and you can do that on Instagram too actually but um just oh really yeah you can just um like saving it yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) so just like creating just boards that inspire you is a really great way even if you're not working with a stylist to just kind of once a season, create a little board that like gives you inspo for the season ahead and what you should shop for. Um, and yeah, just, I mean, magazines are a great way. I think it's all about the pictures really that like inspire you and get connected to and don't get too obsessed with like what the celebrities are wearing. And That's a good point. I think it's really just what you are feeling connected to and then turning it into your own unique style. Definitely making it your own. So what, you know, we have a lot of, uh, obviously, professionals and people who are, are, are trying to curate this look. What adv- what advice or how do you approach, you know, that, that kind of uh, personal brand conversation of this is how you should establish yourself or, you know, what, what suits you in terms of the demographic or how you want to appear to others? Tell me a little bit about that and, and how you make present that to people in terms of them finding their identity through style and 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 that really affects everything right that's the first thing people notice yeah well so the first time i work with a client i always recommend um it's called a wardrobe analysis but i come to the home and i think the number one step is usually going through your closet and getting rid of the stuff that's like not suiting you well um so i think sometimes it's just overwhelming to look in a closet full of stuff that you are not excited about, doesn't fit your body right. So really it's all about asking the questions. Um, Like when I think about my body shape, what is it that I feel the most confident in? What is it that I feel like I kind of want to hide or what do I want to show off? Um, Those types of questions really help me to figure out what pieces are going to like work the best on you, what silhouettes are going to be the best for you. But then also... um, questions like who are your style icons so whether it's from past or present or friends or someone on social media um, just thinking through your style icons and just those simple words like classic preppy bohemian what connects with you for sure and then kind of taking all of those things I have lots of fun questions like that but little things like that and I've been doing it for so long that those simple questions can instantly make me realize what's going to work best for my clients and know what boutiques to pull from, what designers are going to be awesome for them, what silhouettes are going to work the best. And then just really kind of incorporating styling tips and tricks to make um, different things work for your body, every each individual client's body shape. So I like it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, um, one of the things I've just obviously noticed, like everyone else, is how these uh, decades have had their moments, right? Yeah. So you look at the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, um, and now they're kind of coming back, right, yeah. in, in their own times. Yeah. So do you feel like at some point when that runs out and we've already done this two, the 2.0 <laughs> of the 70s, 80s, right. 90s, that, that that fashion will really begin to evolve? Or is it what people are like, just kind of radical in that sense where they're going to have everything everywhere? Or do you see it kind of 
going in one direction, if you will, where, where that comfort becomes really the driving force behind fashion at this point. Yeah, no, I think that the decades are just going to keep repeating themselves, to be honest. (laughs) But the key, and I always say this, because so many of my clients are like, I can't get rid of this, it's going to come back. And unless it's something like super high end, like you don't want to get rid of, to be completely honest, the decades do come back. Like right now, psychedelic prints are like huge and having a revival. Really? But it is not like Woodstock psychedelic prints. We're taking it in an elevated direction. So like think beautiful blouses and um, with those cool 70s prints to them. Obviously, like the 90s are back with a vengeance right now. And I'm kind of living my best high school life all over again. But it is all about like elevating everything. So I always tell my clients like, yes, even when it does come back around, those like stitches from your old denim back in high school aren't going to work. There's definitely things that like the stylist eye is going to see in your closet and know that like, it's outdated. Yeah. Just because the decade came back around doesn't mean you should be wearing those pieces from that decade. So it's just, again, inspiration. Um, so That's yeah. so funny, though. Yeah. It's such a good point. It's, yeah. Right. It, it, it's, I mean, when they're coming back, it's not like coming back like, you know, everyone's going to Goodwill or whatever. No. It's that they're being inspired to create new uh, yes. pieces. And although the, the decade is obviously leading towards inspiration, the silhouettes are different. Like I said, the stitching's different. There's like buttons are a huge telltale sign if things feel like super um, dated. So it really is important to just like make sure that if you're using decades as inspiration, just make sure it's elevated and on trend for now um, and today. And obviously I'm all about some great, cool vintage shopping, but just making sure that it's classic pieces um, and not pieces that just feel <laughs> too <sure>. dated. <laughs> yeah. Now, what's your thoughts on like uh, you know fast fashion? That it's a social responsibility, right? That we have, and, and and not only from a perspective of the social responsibility, but even quality standpoint, right? Yeah. That you can see it, like you yeah. can visibly see when something is made of, you know, with quality and care. But like, how do you, yeah, navigate that or those conversations? Like, I'm so glad here? you asked this question. I'm super passionate about this. So, um, fast fashion has just gotten out of control at this point. Yeah, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I order from Amazon all the time too, but like not clothes. And um, it's just, it's easy for people and I get that and I think right now people just want easy, Mm. but also people have, thank goodness, come to realize like what's happening in the fast fashion industry and there are just so many amazing local designers out there like I can't even begin to tell you how awesome these designers in this city are that I have grown to like love over the years so um, I actually started a showroom about 10 years ago where I carry all local designers oh wow Um, yeah so it's really awesome I when I first like I mentioned when I first started my business and I quickly realized that I wanted to focus on local designers and local boutiques those local designers oftentimes, you know, work out of their home. All of their goods are stored in boxes until they sell them online. Wow. So they're just kind of sitting around. And when I got clients and as I got busier, I wanted to be pulling from these local designers, but it was too hard to like hop all over the city just to pick up a couple things from each um, local designer that I wanted to work with. So long story short, I started carrying them all in one place in my showroom. So it's not a storefront, it's by appointment only. It's just a really great place for my clients to 
come if they prefer to come to the showroom as opposed to me coming to their home. It's a really nice pampering, beautiful space. But yeah, so I carry anywhere from like 20 to 30 local designers at all times. Um, and I get to pull from those local designers before all else when I'm cl- styling my clients. And it's just, there's something really special about not only knowing who made your clothes, but knowing the story and the connection behind it. And that's what I absolutely love is when I'm styling my clients, I get to say like, you know, this person, I can, I know this person that made your garments, like they're my friends now and they're amazing. I can say that about their entire wardrobe at this point. I have clients that like literally just have wardrobes full of locally made clothing and it's awesome. And people don't realize that there are so many cool designers out there in the city. That is so cool. Yeah. I mean, you're really creating a community when you think about it. Like yeah. that, that's, that's, that's amazing. And, and kind of on that note, what does that community look like? That is it, is it just hard when you're not this conglomerate that, you know, the, these big names and whatever, when you're trying to make a name for yourself when you're starting out, you know, is it just like really, really hard? I mean, I don't want to speak for them, but yes. It seems that way, though. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. Unless you have that platform. Yeah, and it's also hard, you know, because they're they're making the garments. They're wanting to do the good. They're wanting to buy those um, fabrications that are all natural and, like. um, Like they care. Yes, exactly. But then, obviously, that comes with a cost. So then their goods are obviously going to be priced a little bit higher. So it's just finding, I mean, it is a balance and it is hard. Not everybody has the money to be able to afford, you know, higher end locally made pieces. But that's the other thing. I really do have an amazing range of locally made items. So it's not like every locally made piece is this huge, extremely expensive item. So um, that's another thing. I think the word boutique and like locally made freaks people out. And everyone's always so pleasantly surprised. I'm like, they're like, you know, I usually shop at whatever happens to me, Macy's or Bloomingdale's. I can always be like, girl, don't worry. If that's where you're shopping, like, you're fine. Yes, these boutiques actually carry like a lot of the same places, the same items from those huge department stores. But they're, you're supporting a local business. And with the local designers, I mean, it's the same thing. And it's just a really special feeling to be able to know that. I mean, there's that quote out there that a lot of people have probably already seen. But like when you buy from a local designer, an actual person does a happy dance. (laughs) So it's like you're literally like making someone happy every time you order something from a small business. And it's also a conversation piece. I mean, to be able to be at a cocktail party or whatever, you know, a business setting that, oh, look, I know the person, you know, the story behind who made this. And that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah. And where is your uh, shop located? It's in Uptown, so nice. just off of Lakeshore and Lawrence, yeah. And it's a beautiful, comfortable, cozy place that I host little events there too, but it's just a fun way. A lot of people during the holidays, it's a great place to pop in if you want to like buy local gifts for people. Um, and then a lot of my clients that travel from different countries, when they're in the city, they have a place to come. Um, as opposed to me going to their homes. That sounds amazing. Well, if you're out there listening and you feel inspired to contact Laura, you can do so by uh, filling out the form below and she'll get that directly in her uh, inbox. But Laura, thank you so much for yeah. you know coming in, not only sharing a little bit about your story, but enlightening us with your you know wisdom and experience and, you know, in, in an industry that you're really pioneering in. Thanks. It was awesome to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah.